with care and we're really excited to start our podcast series voices of care and i can think no better way to get started than with cares founder judge john nympho judge nympho thanks for being here today it's such a pleasure to be here i'm really looking forward to this so over the next few weeks we're going to review your top 10 tips for students on managing their finances and we're going to start off with number one what's number one Number one is don't use credit cards to buy stuff that you can't afford. And it is a number one uh, lesson because to be honest, in my 20 years as a bankruptcy judge, I saw far too many people from every single demographic ruin their lives and their families' lives because of unaffordable credit card debt. And when I talk about demographics, it's important for young people to understand that these are people that come from every age group, every geographic area, every income level, every educational level, making the same mistakes with their finances, especially credit cards, um, including, like I said, very highly educated successfuls. I tell a story about one day I had some East High School students, it's an inner city school in Rochester, in the court that day, and they saw two engineers and a pharmacist making well over $150,000 a year. And that was a lot of money, uh, which was about 15 years ago. I'm kidding. It's a lot of money now. And half a dozen nurses, half a dozen teachers, and the chief financial officer of one of our major universities, helplessly, hopelessly rather, buried in credit card debt, in too deep, now and forever, and totally unable to explain how they got into so much debt and how they ever thought they were going to get out of it. So I use that right off the bat to tell young people it is not about your academic IQ, it's about your financial IQ, and it is not about how much money you have in life, it is how you manage that money, and those things are not the same. And so the other thing why it's so important to me is I saw it as basically in my 20 years, and things may have changed now, the main cause of most of the bankruptcies I saw. Everybody talks about job losses and about medical problems and about you know divorces and things like that, but that is usually just what triggers the fact that people have too much credit card debt. And when one of those things happen, they can no longer service that credit card debt, even make the minimum payments. And so they end up in bankruptcy. And so the cause of their bankruptcy wasn't that divorce. It was because when they have to run two households on the same income, okay, they can't do that and pay the credit card debt that they built up to keep up with the Joneses, as I always say. So when I talk about it, I always say there's absolutely nothing wrong with having a credit card, but there's everything wrong with credit card debt, which to me is the worst debt that a consumer has, can ever have with high interest rates and often fees. And I say it's nothing wrong with a credit card get, credit card because in today's world, quite frankly, you can't live without a credit card very well. You can't check into a hotel. You can't shop online. You can't rent a car. It's important for your credit score to show that you can use a credit card responsibly. So there's every reason for it, but that doesn't mean that you have to have credit card debt. Because you have a credit card doesn't mean you have to have credit card debt. And just one more quick thing, people don't understand this and young people should think about this for a moment. 
before the middle 1970s, we didn't have credit card debt. We didn't have credit cards at all. And so we only had the money we had and the money we saved. And so this might be hard for young people to even imagine, but I went through college, the United States Marine Corps, and law school, and got married and never had a credit card. And we had plenty of emergencies, just like everybody else, but we didn't have credit cards to deal with those emergencies. So we had to plan differently and we had to deal with those emergencies differently. So here's my advice and this is what I do and it's something I think you should consider. I normally carry about $70 in cash with me. It's just a number that works for me. It's not a number that I think anybody should necessarily hold themselves to. But here's what I do. If something is less than $70, I pay for it in cash. If it's more, I'll put it on my one credit card and I only have one credit card. That's all you will ever need is one credit card. But here's my rule. I would never put anything on a credit card if that very moment I couldn't go to my bank and get that money out of my savings or checking account. If I couldn't pay for it, I won't charge it because the last thing I want is to live above my means. You just have to remember that credit cards are not new money, more money, or free money. They're debt. Every time you charge something, you owe that bank. And if you don't pay it off in full on time every month, you're going to pay interest and interest just cannibalizes your wealth and cannibalizes your hard work. So how would you summarize the most important things people that students should take away from this number one tip, your top 10 tip? Don't put anything on a credit card that you can't pay for. But in order to get to the point where that's really a feasible thing, there's a couple of other little thoughts that I have. One is you have to have adequate savings for emergencies and anticipated expenses. And we're gonna discuss that at a later time. If you do that, there's less of a chance you're ever gonna to have to use some credit card for something that you can't afford because you've got your, you, you know, your emergencies and anticipated expenses covered. Always remember that just because you can pay the monthly payment for something, whether it's a credit card, a car, or whatever, doesn't mean that you can actually afford it. Also, if you have a realistic budget that you stick to and you know the difference between needs on the one hand and wants, wishes, luxuries, and conveniences on the other, there's again a better chance that you won't need to use a credit card for impulse buying or for things that you don't really need or can't afford. And the other thing I would say is if you find yourself in credit card debt, my advice is stop charging. Just like when you dig yourself a hole, stop digging and go back and look at your budget and look at what you're spending your money on and say, why did I get in credit card debt? Because that couldn't have been your aspiration to be hopelessly in credit card debt. And just remember, like I said before, if you have to pay interest for things, you're going to pay more for everything that you do and everything you buy. And interest just cannibalizes your hard work and it cannibalizes your wealth. Thanks, Judge. Um, what is number two? What do we have look to look forward to for your second tip for students? Number two is just as important, and that is that cash is king. People well, I who use cash, all the studies show, make better and different spending decisions. They spend less. So I can't wait to talk about cash is king. So stay tuned for the next um, podcast. Thanks, Judge. Thank you, Tammy.